Well, welcome. If you're new, my name's Rob. If you're not new, it's still Rob. And uh, at this time, if you are fifth grade, third grade, third grade and under, you can be dismissed. Um, we have fun, but we don't have that much fun. Um, just kidding. We do. We do. We do. Um, so we've been going through this series like uh, called Created, Discovering What We're Made For. And as we've done that through January, um, the song we just sang like so encapsulates that. Um, God changes us from the inside out. And as we start to figure that out, as we start to understand who God is, like life just seems to make more sense. So as I was singing that song, I had this overwhelming sense that, that I am exactly where I'm supposed to be. And I hope that you have this sense that as you worship God, that something clicks inside of you, something makes sense. So we've been talking through this understanding that we've been made for a purpose to have a relationship with God, that we're made in God's, God's image and that we're made to reflect that image, hence the mirrors. But yet somewhere along the way it got shattered. This image of God in us is broken and shattered because of sin, because we make wrong choices, because the world makes wrong choices. And so God set out this restoration mission to, to bring us back into a relationship with him, to make things right, to put all the pieces together. And he did that through Christ. And then last week, we looked at how we're made for community, to be in relationship with each other, um, which was super fun uh, last week. And, and actually, if, if, uh, if we put arrows to that, because I did used to be a math teacher. So we spent three weeks talking about how, um, what our relationship with God is, is like, this upward relationship with God. Um, and then last week we talked about this inward relationship with God. And I've heard from some of the highlights from the ladies' getaway retreat that there was some definite woman bonding that was happening. I don't know all the details, but I'm sure we'll get snippets of it at a later time. Uh, it just didn't seem like 12 hours, not even, would be right to get a slideshow and a video presented. So, But you have pictures, so if you want to find out... If you want to get a mouthful after service, in a good way, you can. In a good way. But then, no, I mean, I mean it honestly and authentically, yes. Um, but if that was the end, if that was it, if it was just about honoring God and giving God honor, understanding who he is, that it's important, thanking God for what he's done, praising him for his character, that's very important having honest, genuine, authentic relationships together, that's important. But if that was it, we'd, we'd miss it. We'd miss it like all throughout history, God's people have missed it. Because it's got to move beyond that. It's got to move beyond ourselves. And so it's got to go outward. Um, one of the things that we, and when I say we, I mean the, the people and the friends that spent many, many nights and afternoons, mostly in my basement, um, praying and talking and dreaming about what restoration would be. Um, the thing we said was like, okay, how, how will we be unique? Not, not different. I mean, church is supposed to, throughout the Bible, you can see that, that this community known as the church is supposed to be this blessing to the world. It's blessed to be a blessing. But how would we express that? What is exactly God calling us to be? And one of the things that kept coming through was that we would know, be known to be this place where we're centered on Christ, simply and authentically and honestly, that we'd be accepting of, of all kinds of people, regardless of where they're at, that we wouldn't just say anything goes, but we would say, you know, let's look at what God's word said and, and put it to your life. But then we said, 
absolutely, we have to move beyond this gathering. Um, we want to restore that piece of Jesus' mission that gets broken. That, that this idea that the church is just meant to come to and get something and then go back to my life. That's separated and it's broken and we said we want to we find a way to make Jesus' name great again. Not our name, but Jesus' name. Especially for those who'd given up or grown out of a relationship with God. And so um, I just get excited when I think back to those times of prayer and I think back to those moments. Um, and then I thought about it this week. And I'm like, I wonder if we just get excited about the idea of being on that mission. If we get excited about that idea of going out and serving rather than actually going out and serving. And so as we begin today, I asked Erica to come on up. Um, Erica was, was actually in another country when we were just starting our church, so I'll let her tell you about that. Um, but she was one that wasn't just doing the idea, she was actually doing it. So go ahead. Um, yeah, like Amanda, I'm really bad at public speaking and I get nervous too, so I'll just say that in the beginning so I could get this out of the way. Um, um, yeah, well, um, I graduated in 2010 and, um, as I was trying to figure out, um, what to do next, college or something else, um, I really, um, I talked to my youth pastor about it at, at Faith Covenant and, um, I really felt like, um, there was another, a different way that I should, that I should go. And, um, I started praying about it and, um, God gave me peace about it and provided a path. And, um, I decided on to, to do this thing called YWAM and, um, it stands for youth with a mission. And that mission is to know God and to make God known. Um, I was able to travel to Australia for my training part, which was three months, and it was like lectures and um, self-discovery and um, self-breakdown. And, um, and the other three months was focused on outreach, which was in Mexico City. Um, okay, so when I was asked to speak this morning, um, I started thinking about these last, last six months and what I have learned about God and myself and um, how to accept the Lord's grace as I continue discovering who I am. What I found was that I'm always in constant need of God's grace no matter um, where I am. A few years ago, I would have thought, well, only certain people need God's grace, or um, I only needed it at certain low points in my life, but I found it's actually the opposite. The more that I, that I found myself growing closer to God, the more I realized I needed to accept the grace that he gives me every single day. Um, and this wasn't learned from just um, a teaching or a lo one alone time with God or even through talking with leaders who had experience. I only learned how to do this through personal experience. Um, the mission of YWAM is to know God and make God known. So after learning about God um, and about his grace and about who I am in Christ for three months in Australia, um, our teams were sent to Mexico City to follow through with the next step of our mission goal. Um, this is where my experiences really began. We were split into teams of 10 and spread out into this huge city for 11 weeks with one goal, which was to show Mexico City who God is. Um, we did this through sharing our faith, English classes, um, concerts that we were asked to play in, 
feeding the homeless, working with churches, and just any little opportunities that the Lord was giving us. Um, the one thing that really challenged me was faring, sharing, sharing my faith. Um, I was challenged it, um, to step out of my comfort zone, to speak to people who might not learn, might not have ever heard about God. And at first, I hated the thought of this. Back in Australia, when we were we were learning about this, and that was easy to learn about, you know, sharing your faith, because all I had to do was sit in class and just say, okay, yep, uh-huh. Um, and and um, every time I would I would go to the city in Australia, I would I would look around and. Um, God would really speak to me there, and I would see the faces of people, and all, all that came to my head was just one question. It was like, do they know me? And I was like, oh, seriously, like, oh man, I'd, like, I don't know. I, I hated that. I hated that, um, that, that thought of stepping out and, t- and telling others I'm a Christian, and it just scared me. Um, and I don't know if it was pride or fear or of, of what others, others think of me or, um, or something else, but something was keeping me from, from doing that. And so in Mexico City, when we got there, um, to practice what we had learned in Australia, um, I still had my pride and fear. I really, it, it was a huge battle that I went through um, throughout the six months until I realized that that pit in my stomach that I was getting every time um, was really something the Lord was putting on my heart um, to be doing. And... And um, it took me a while, but I finally surrendered it to, to God, and, and I actually tried it. Um, I won't lie, it, it was awkward um, for me to step out and do this. I remember um, one time where my friend Levi and I uh, walked up to some girls in the street in Mexico City, and um, we asked if they spoke English, and they said no. And um, so with my broken Spanish, I tried to remember, pues... Uh, <laughs> So Erica, um, somos cristianos y queremos hablar contigo sobre Jesús, which means, um, well, we are Christians and we just want to know if if you want to talk about God with us. Um, and the girls just <laughs> stared at us <laughs> and they shook their heads and they walked away and we were like, oh, like, oh, I was just so, it was just, you know, it gives you, you're like, oh man. Um, <laughs> And um, so I had to learn to not get discouraged because of two people's reactions. I learned that people react differently um, when they're exposed to Christ. And Jesus did face rejection, so he understood how I felt and that I shouldn't let that stop me from doing what I knew the Lord um, wanted me to do there in Mexico. There were other times when people were really open to the gospel and... Um, many people accepted Christ. I think um, as a total, we had with we had five teams there, and I think as a total, there was like five or one thousand, one thousand people um, came to accept Jesus and understand who He was, which was um, alone um, worth dealing with that rejection for those two girls. <laughs> um, and I have so many other amazing stories as well about how God worked in the lives of the people here when we shared the love of Christ with the city. Um, so through actually practicing what I learned, I began to understand that God's grace with me and his grace um, through me go hand in hand. I learned that accepting his grace, or, or, I learned um, 
about accepting his grace, but I didn't actually accept it until I'd experienced his grace while sharing his, his grace with Mexico City. Um, I came to the conclusion that um, doing what you've learned is more important than just knowing what you've learned. Um, when, we, when we accept the grace that we have been given by God and we, we begin sharing this grace with others, we start to understand the grace he has for us more and we learn to accept it more, and, um, more than, than we had if we had just kept it to ourselves. Because he has shown us grace, um, he calls us to show grace and love to others, and when we do this is when we really learn our purpose. Um, but there's a key to it. It's, it's stepping out and doing something that you're not used to doing. It's not letting fear or, or pride or anything else get in the way of that. I've learned it's just humbling yourself and saying, okay, Lord, um, you show me undeserving grace and love, so help me to do this with others. And sometimes it's uncomfortable, and sometimes it just it flows. Um, but either way, Jesus did uncomfortable things for me, and I just have to think of that, and that's motivation enough for me to encourage me to fulfill this purpose that God has given me. And now that I'm home, I see that I can honestly do this anywhere. Yeah, it definitely looks different everywhere I go. So I'm not going to you know, walk up to the next person in the street and say, do you know Jesus? Um, but... But I learned that God is faithful in showing, in showing us how he wants, us, wants to use us wherever we go. And it's just a matter of if we're willing to let him and listen to him. Um, in YWAM, we had to memorize this verse. Um, it's Ezekiel 22.30, which is, I looked for someone to stand up for me against all this, to repair the defenses of the city, to take a stand for me, and to stand in the gap to protect the land so I wouldn't have to destroy it. But I couldn't find anyone, not one. And I read that, and I'm like, okay, well, I want to be that one. I want to, you know, stand up and, and do something that not everybody else is doing. And I've discovered that um, when we learn to accept the grace and the love and acceptance that God has given us, and we, and we step out in boldness to show the grace and love and acceptance to others, um, we get the privilege and the honor of being a part of the greatest movement ever known to history, and I honestly believe that's, that's the mission we're made for. So, thank you. Erica, you're a little, little nervous? Yep. <laughs> Did you hear, thank you, thank you. Did you hear what Erica said? I mean, doing what you've learned is more important than just knowing what you've learned. There's this verse in, in 1 John that says, Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and truth. So let me pray. Um, God, thank you um, for those words, um, for the lessons that you taught Erica, um, and the lessons that we see in your word that, that we are supposed to love with actions and truth, not to earn a relationship with you, not to get something, God, but to, to show you that we truly believe. Um, I thank you for her story and that you're still in the process of writing it. In Jesus' name. All right, now you can go now.